0: Well, thanks for you know responding to us and being on. Of course, um, I think for me, I, you know, reading your book at the moment, I'm still not done. But I, I think for me, just the content that you put out, obviously, super, super helpful in the CrossFit world. Um, and for me, I'm I'm just curious, you as a person, kind of like what what your CrossFit or not your CrossFit, what your uh, health and fitness journey through weightlifting and,
1: and everything. How, how did that start? Oh, man. Uh, you know, it's a loaded question. Right? And well, I- it's it's just, I don't even know where to start really is what it comes down to is because I don't really know when it began. It was, um, I was always involved in sports as a kid. Uh, you know, both my parents were athletes, uh, you know, in multiple sports. And so I was kind of encouraged to do that stuff as a young kid. You know, I did gymnastics briefly. Um, and then I did every, you know, traditional American boy sport you can think of pretty much. Uh, along with some pretty obscure ones, uh, you know, down to like, uh, I I competed in bike trials, which that takes an hour just to explain to people, Um, you know, rock climbing, all these different things. So, but the common thread to me was always that I enjoyed the training and the preparation for the sports, um, often more than the sport itself. And so that was kind of what drove me to, you know, get into the the training side of things and the coaching side of things eventually. Yeah. Cheers. I wasn't sure if that was just the name or <laughs> we were getting, getting involved. I think, yeah, no, hey, cheers, man. Day. I, you know,
0: sometimes we don't want to necessarily pressure folks into, you know, I don't feel pressured at goodness, all, but it is definitely part of it.
1: <laughs> I'm a big boy. I don't respond to peer pressure anymore. Uh, I try to create it. <laughs> um, so it was always just something that, uh, appealed to me in that sense where it was not just the physical side of it, you know, and, and the, um, the, the drive to, to progress and to push myself, but also the, the intellectual side of it is, is learning and, and practicing and experimenting and, you know, interacting with other people and figuring out what works, what doesn't, um, and kind of finding all these new methods, or or ways to refine existing methods that worked for myself and then of course you know now for many years uh finding what works for a huge range of people um and and you know there's always that sense of kind of curiosity and experimentation um that if you are someone who is interested at all in this sort of stuff like there's no end to that rabbit hole so you can always keep yourself quite busy
0: yeah man um you you talked about some, as far as obscure sports, how did it lead up, you know, to weightlifting? Is it, did it, you just kind of along the way kind of find that route well, or was it something that you just, you know,
1: kind of it, weightlifting was a weird one because, you know, at, at the time um, I can't remember when I f- was first exposed to it in any way. Uh, but it would have been as a you know a very young teenager, uh, and i kind of taught myself you know how to snatch and clean and jerk as well as i could when i was, you know, i don't know, 15, 16 years old, uh, just bits and pieces that were out there, uh you know, books, whatever. there was just nothing particularly helpful in that regard, at least that i knew of. Um, and i didn't know anybody who did it. i didn't, of course, have access to a coach and this is all people forget, but there was a time. When Google didn't exist, like you couldn't (laughs) just go and like weightlifting coach near my house, Um, and so so you largely every
0: videos being put out on Instagram, yeah, exactly.
1: Catalyst Athletics, how do I lift? (laughs) Um, And so I kind of pieced that together as well as I could, but again, I had I had no way to really pursue it or to really truly understand the sport, Um, and I, I I just didn't know where to go from there. So it kind of just remained for years, you know, squat, bench, deadlift, snatch, clean, jerk you know, it's just another barbell lift that I kind of did here and there, but, um, could never really do properly. I didn't have the facility or the equipment. Um, you know, you can't, you know, I was in college, I had a, a power rack and a barbell and all that stuff in a spare bedroom of my apartment, second story. So it's like, you can't really snatch and clean and jerk on the carpeted second floor of an apartment building that's already borderline condemned. Um, so it was, I think what appealed to me so much about it was though, it it, it tied in all these things that I liked about training for other sports. And it, the training was essentially the sport itself. So it kind of just brought all these things together that are what appealed to me about other things. And it was, um, something where it's seemingly so simple Uh, from an outsider's perspective, but really once you're, once you're in there, you recognize how complex these things are and kind of how elegant these, these movements are. And again, it's, it's the, this rabbit hole effect where you can just go down and down further and further uh, along this path. And there's always something new to learn about it. There's always something to make better and refine and, and to challenge yourself. So, you know, both from an athlete and a coach perspective, it was, it was extremely appealing to me in that sense.
0: Yeah, that's that's awesome, and and I think a lot of some of those challenging things that uh, that we encounter for you, you know, in this case, weightlifting. For me, it was CrossFit, or it could be poker. You know, it's it seems easy at first, and then you start looking into it, and it's just it's there's segments that are just gratifying along the way. Like it fulfills that that challenge, and then that you know you're you're achieving certain things, but then you realize how complex it is, and how much more
1: you can learn so that's that's pretty cool it's definitely a sport that attracts people who are interested and motivated by the process itself versus oh. simply outcome focused right because if you're outcome focused and weightlifting you don't last because it's a really tough monotonous tedious uh you know just soul crushing sport so much of the time and you know, even if you compete relatively frequently, it's these brief moments, um, you know, relative to hours and hours and hours, you know, weeks, months, years of training. So if you don't enjoy the process at least most of the time, you don't last because it's not that fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Socrates is was able to log on there. Um, Sokra, Greg Greg Sokra. Good to meet you
1: he's <laughs> he's he's frozen
0: he is frozen um greg if, if you don't mind me asking what are you drinking
1: uh deschutes mirror pond ale which is a local uh brewery here in central oregon nice man okay i, I thought you were in california for some reason but oregon i mean... uh, I, I was i grew up in california okay. i lived in five or six different areas from southern to northern Uh, And then my wife and I just moved to Central Oregon in uh, 2016. Nice man.
0: I mean, huge craft brewery. I mean, I don't know. As far as the craft brewery or craft brew, um, everything that's Colorado, Oregon. Those are, I mean,
1: definitely. Yeah, Central Oregon's out of control. I mean, there's probably dozens I don't even know about. Not that I follow it closely, but uh, these guys I I very much like.
0: Yeah. And I appreciate you too. Like I I I got your book. And then like I like soon right after that, you're like, um, you know, kind of, hey, shop local, but if you, you know, you have to get it on Amazon, I'm like, ah, I got it on Amazon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But you know, we're we're down here in Miami. It's, you know, like suburbia, it's it's and and like local bookstores and stuff like that. I mean, they're just things are closing like crazy. Um, yeah, it's tough. But I appreciate that, you know, you have have that mindset and um you know definitely craft brewery when it comes to that it that is a thing you know like some of these local places they'll um they'll get to a certain point and then you know they'll sell to a a, one of these huge um larger breweries that that have better distribution and all that but i mean there's still definitely plenty of of the small places um yeah they're still popping up it's kind of saturated but
1: yeah, it it is. It's one of those things where now everybody thinks there's some kind of master beer craftsman, and yeah. few of them are. Uh, sure. But yeah, I figure I figure Jeff Bezos and Anheuser Busch don't need more of my money, so if I can give it to someone else who's you know exactly. enjoys what he's doing or she's doing, and you know supporting themselves and them families, then I'd rather do that when I can. Yeah, man, for sure.
0: As far as weightlifting and CrossFit, um, and maybe when you were, you know, first starting out, um, and as CrossFit started coming up, has your, um, well, well, I guess, what was your initial thought of, of CrossFit and compared to maybe what it is now and how it's implemented weightlifting, Olympic lifts? <laughs> I mean, I'll be
1: honest, my initial impression of CrossFit was just wondering what was going on and, uh, kind of what the point was. And and I was very lucky to get introduced to it extremely early on, like 2003. Um, and just odd series of coincidences. I, I met Rob Wolf who, um, helped start the original CrossFit affiliate gym in Seattle with a guy named Dave Warner and Nick Nibbler. Like they're the ones who literally gave Greg and Lauren Glassman the idea to have affiliate gyms. Um, and so shortly after that, he moved down to Northern California where I was living, And I, I met him through a neighbor who was doing jits at a, a studio that Rob had just rented out the back, you know, third or so of to do a CrossFit uh, gym. And I kind of thought, well, this is a little bit goofy. You know, I, I had my own thing, you know, my, my power rack and I was doing my own training and all that stuff in my garage. Um, but the more I talked to Rob and, and kind of got a clear understanding of what was happening, it was, essentially using training methods from weightlifting, powerlifting, gymnastics, and sprinting. I was like, well, I can't argue with that. I mean, those things are all developing, um, you know, really important physical qualities. You get a combination of those things and and develop that capacity, um, you know, across those domains and you're going to have a hell of an athlete. And so I started training with Rob and, uh, kind of figured out what was going on, what the purpose was and, and really enjoyed it. And then of course, finally, I had a place where I could actually snatch and clean because we had rubber floors and we didn't have very good bars. You know, they were $99 BFS bars, but at least they spun a little bit. Sure. Um, so, and I, I couldn't, you know, be, be dropping stuff on my garage floor. So uh, it, it has changed a lot since then. Um, and it, the, the primary difference I think is simply the the quantity of work that is being done you know back then it was very typical for a crossfit workout to be you know 5 to 12 minutes long um and now if a workout is that long it's because people are doing six of them in a day right it's it's not like that's it one and done you move on um and of course it's drawn in so many more experienced coaches and athletes from other disciplines who've been contributed their knowledge and their experience. And so there really has been an interesting evolution. And I think now um you have so many great aspects that are making it accessible to so many people who wouldn't otherwise have ever trained in anything other than kind of like your, your standard watered down bodybuilding sort of approach, you know, for right. appearance, general sense of health and wellness. Uh, and so that's fun to see, you know, it's fun to see, Uh, you know like a 45 year old uh, insurance broker who's never done anything athletic in his life and he's in there snatching and cleaning jerking and doing pull-ups and climbing ropes Um, you know uh, some woman who's got three kids and has never done anything really for herself and now she's out there and and uh, doing these super athletic things and, and having that sense of empowerment and confidence and so I think, you know, obviously there are things about it that I don't agree with and have argued with in the past, but overall it's, you know, it's this overwhelmingly positive thing and it's provided so many opportunities, that, you know, for someone like me, it's essentially the reason that I can do what I do for a living. So I got no qualms with that.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, it 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 has been able to, you know, bring it to the masses um, you know, through kind of those it touched on some of those human aspects where you know like you said it just your everyday person can can do some pretty pretty amazing things and and yeah I mean i I have my own things with CrossFit Just on a personal level, I think you you know experience stuff and and you, you know everyone has kind of their opinion but I, I totally agree um overall definitely if you can get people moving and motivating them to do that. Um, definitely overwhelming, positive, overwhelmingly positive that said, um, and, and not to put you on the spot, be kind of specific about it, but I am curious as to, you know, like, for example, earlier this week, we were doing uh, a max three rep for, uh, hang squat cleans. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I was like, Hmm, would, as far as weightlifting goes, would it just be working up to one and then maybe doing a three rep max, would that be more kind of just practicing the movement to get to the, to get to, get to the one, or is there something specific about a three rep max, you know, especially when you're getting down to that third lift where maybe it's, it's less beneficial. I'm curious what your opinion would be.
1: Uh, Well, a few ways I can go with that. And, and, in- we certainly do very heavy triples in a, in a lot of the lifts. Okay. Um, but that's going to be generally like far out from competition. So if you're running, if you've got a 12 to you know 20 week training cycle leading into your next competition, um, you're going to be doing that, that higher volume stuff early on in the first half of that or so. Um, And so, you know, it's, it's not unusual for me to program triples. And for a couple of weeks, we're doing moderate weight, building up a little bit and then working to max triples. Um, What it is, is very beneficial in the sense that we always want to be pushing that threshold of ability. We tend to differ with CrossFit Generally, this is not true for all CrossFit practitioners, of course, but we're just a little pickier about how that rep max is executed, right? So in CrossFit, the, the typical thing we always see, like, say with a snatch is like putting a knee down and like, oh, well, it counts in CrossFit. Okay, well, that's fine. You do whatever you do to, you know, achieve whatever goals you have for yourself. In weightlifting, we're going to tend to cut max effort attempts off a little bit sooner to ensure that we're executing them with, with more technical precision, not always. sometimes we're going to push something and it's going to get a little ugly. Um, but that is, is far less common than you see in CrossFit where it's kind of like anything goes, get it up there one way or another, just try not to die. Um, although sometimes they don't try too hard not to die. Um, (laughs) And so, I mean, really, that's that's the only difference there is we'll still do those rep ranges and we'll, we'll okay. push it to max. It's just that our, our max is kind of defined a little differently okay. uh, in a sense because it is more it's more critical to us to have that technical uh, proficiency and execution or, excuse me, consistency in order to, um, you know, build those qualities and that ability heavier and heavier and heavier to support those, you know, ultimate one rep uh, maxes that we need in competition.
0: Got it. And so now Socrates is going to perform a 3 rip match for you, and you're going to... I wish. I wish I had a bar.
1: Yeah, right there on the top of that table. It's all <laughs> nice and polished and ready to go.
2: Hey, Greg, th- thank you for taking the time, man, to be here with us, first of all, man. Oh,
1: that was my pleasure.
2: And, and listen, you know, one thing I've been uh, really curious about is, is do those people that have a weight-lifting background, do they have an edge in your point of view
1: when it comes right yeah oh 100 yeah look at matt fraser right matt fraser was a phenomenal junior weightlifter he was you know at the olympic training center in colorado springs until he hurt his back um and you watch him perform in crossfit And this is something that I tried to get across to people for so many years, and I got so much grief about it um, from CrossFit HQ because they didn't want to hear it, is that the the way you become a phenomenal CrossFitter is not by doing these lifts within conditioning workouts um, initially, right? You you become phenomenal by learning these lifts and building proficiency and, and ability and a foundation in isolation before you start integrating them into conditioning workouts. So Matt Frazier didn't get good at snatching and clean and jerking by doing Isabelle and grace. Mm -hmm. He got good at those things as a weightlifter. (laughs) And then he learned how to CrossFit. Right. And there's a really critical difference. Like we just always used to laugh because Greg Glassman used to say, well, you know, we've observed that, um, you know, the people who are able to do the most kipping pull-ups are also the ones who can do the most strict pull-ups. And it's like, yeah, but you're reversing that relationship. The people who do the most kipping pull-ups are the ones who started with the most strict pull-ups and then learned how to kip. Right. I, I did CrossFit briefly. I could do 60 kipping pull-ups consecutively. Um, and this was pre-butterfly. It was actual kipping pull-ups. <laughs> and uh, so, but it was because I could do a ton of strict pull-ups because I've always done pull-ups throughout my life. And I just happen to be pretty good at them. Um, But we could get people all day long who we teach them how to do a kipping pull-up first and they can knock out a bunch. They might not be able to do a single strict pull-up. So it's it's just understanding that relationship and what is driving what. And so that was one of the biggest changes we saw in competitive CrossFit is that people were understanding, hey, I have to train weightlifting and I have to train gymnastics skills and I have to train distance running. And then I put it in together into these CrossFit workouts rather than no doing the, the quote unquote, you know, standard CrossFit Metcon, you know, a circuit of all these things is the way that you train it and develop it. Um, and so that's been a, a huge evolution in the training methodology and you're seeing in, in part because you're drawing super talented athletes now, right? You're, you're getting the cream of the crop, um, who would do well at, in other sports too, but The methodology is so much better too. So you have people just going to crazy levels with this stuff. You know, and and,
2: you know, while you you just just explaining the whole um, aspect of being a good weightlifter and then making the transition into CrossFit, I was thinking of you know of UFC fighters that they, um, those who are really good, is because they had some type of background in wrestling, Greco-Roman wrestling, and, and and all that stuff. And then they learn the whole idea of you know of 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 the martial arts parts of it and the boxing parts of it. So, you know, my my other question would be this, Greg, It is is do you think that CrossFit is CrossFit itself, the competition are changing more into that part that you just said of being good, also like let's say distant running and, and doing all these little things that are moving a little bit away from the the lifting part of it?
1: Uh, No, I mean, I think, I think every, to to be at the top of, say, as a competitive crossfair, to be at the top of the games, you really, truly have to be well-rounded. And these guys and girls can do just about anything you throw at them extremely well. Um, You're going to have people who are naturally better at certain aspects like you're going to have people who come into it who kind of have that um natural proclivity for distance running or something like that maybe they had a more of a background there or you have a guy like matt frazier who has that background in weightlifting he's probably going to excel in that more so than other things and and more so relative to his competition um but i do think that the the way they keep getting so good is that they're they're very good at recognizing. what their weaknesses are, and then emphasizing those things in their training so that they can bring it all up to a similar level versus just like, well, I'm going to try to uh, take advantage of the fact that I'm I'm best at weightlifting and just kind of hope those things come up in competition because sometimes that happens, right? You know, some, sometimes it really is the luck of the draw I mean, and you happen to get events that suit you, uh, but you can't rely on that. And so that's no. why you see a guy like Matt who is so dominant, so consistently, is because he doesn't really have weak points. Like he's been so good at at shoring up any weaknesses he has until they're, they're at maybe not the best out of everyone he's competing against, but good enough to to stay with them so that you know whatever his strong points are he can you know uh outdo them there so you, you it's the the days of being really dominant in one thing and just okay at others are, are long gone like that the athletes who are being drawn to the sport are just too damn good now like you can't you can't get away with any sloppiness that's for sure
2: can't have weaknesses
1: <laughs> no you, i mean you really can't and you see um if someone does, you find out real quickly, like in a game's event, where you know you see someone who's doing so well, and then suddenly, boom, they drop down 15 places in the ranking from you know from one workout because it happened to contain something they're not good enough at yet. So it's like you know, and you take someone like that, and hopefully they go home and recognize, okay, you know, I, I got to focus on this. I can't just get away with ignoring it and hoping it doesn't come up because you know eventually it's going to come up.
2: Um. I have, I have a question. I haven't, I haven't read your book. I'm, I'm soon to read it. Uh, Pedro uh, is going to lend it to me soon, but I have heard a couple of your um, other podcasts that you, you, you you've been, and um, I'm really, I don't know. Um, I guess I want more explanation on the four C's. Mm-hmm. If, if you uh, could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, the, the, sorry to interrupt you. Is that the the last podcast that I heard you talking about it? It, it was like a thirty minute podcast, so you was yeah, you, you, you couldn't you know kind of like go into each one of them in kind of like details and explain to people why the foresees are so necessary when it comes to training, when it comes to achieving your goals, and and you know looking back and and, and all of that.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, part of the dilemma with that book, I titled it tough and that, that's a, not necessarily a great title because it, it, people don't know what you mean. Uh, and so too many people assume like it just means don't ever, uh, don't ever have emotion. Don't ever struggle. Just pretend everything's okay and, and rub some dirt in it and walk it off. And, it, <laughs> it, and it, it's so much more involved than that. And so the way I break down true toughness is those four C's. Okay. And so number one is character. Uh, two is capability. Three is capacity. And four is commitment. So character is uh, our identity. It is who we are. And that includes our values. So what is meaningful to us? What is important to us? What is our, our sense of purpose? You know, Where does that come from? Um, and then a huge part of it is our security in that identity. So not just thinking like this is who I am, but really trusting in that and believing it 100% to your core so that there is you are not going through your life um trying to prove yourself to other people trying to uh you know seeking attention and validation from people you're able to just say this is who I am this is what's important to me and now this is what I need to do uh to achieve that sense of fulfillment like it all lines up it's all in harmony and so that's how we avoid the silly competition and the one-upmanship and you know all the nonsense that so many of us uh, are, are guilty of. And I, you know I still do it to some extent as 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 well as I've figured this stuff out. Like I, I'm subject to it just like everybody else. Um, but but that's that's the really the foundation for everything. Without that, the other stuff doesn't really make sense. You can't figure out the other things without having that foundation of of truly knowing your identity and truly being secure in it. Um, And so if you, if you want to look at that in terms of a sport, whether it's CrossFit weightlifting or anything else, this is where your motivation comes from, right? So your, your motivation is tied directly to your values. So if you are in a sport because you had a weird relationship with your dad, and now you're, you're focused on proving him wrong. Like he said, you were a loser. Now I'm going to show my dad, dumb old man. Uh, you know, or whatever, like, oh, my dad never said he was proud of me. So now I need to find, you know, get his approval. That kind of motivation generally does not work long term. And even if it works in the sense that you are able to achieve something phenomenal in an objective sense, you you get to that point and you are still unhappy, right? You You win three Olympic gold medals and you're like, damn, I'm going to go drink more, you know, because it just doesn't fulfill what truly is important to you. And so as an athlete, it's really critical to understand why you are doing what you're doing, because that's what allows you to stay committed and and, uh, maintain that discipline and all these things that are are necessary in order to take these things to the highest level. So that's character. Um, Capability is a really all-encompassing category in that it includes all kinds of skills and physical qualities so that's our athletic side of things or, or our skills in terms of um you know knowing how to i don't know weld or fix things or you know repair your car Anything you can think of. The the more of these things we are able to do, the more self reliant we are. The less we're we're consuming what other people put out. The less we need to uh, depend on other people to, to help us or, uh, you know, provide opportunities for us. We can just decide to do something and then do it. Um, and it also includes knowledge and experience. So this is. You know, there's so much out there in the world. And we we know so little of it, because we tend to be totally focused on our specialty or or the area that we are interested in, um, primarily, and we, we kind of lose sight of the fact that there is so much else out there. Um, and that that those other things that other knowledge that those other experiences provide so much on their own, but they also contribute to our specialty and to what is most important to us. So for example, um, you know, if you are a weightlifter, you care about weightlifting, but if you spend time with say a wrestling coach or, you know, a wrestling team, or, uh, you know, some gymnasts or something like that, you are going to pick up, um, not just kind of theoretical stuff or, you know, mental approaches to training, but you're going to pick up physical side and methodology that you can change or modify in some way and very likely help your own training as a weightlifter. So the more of those experiences and the more of that knowledge and skill you can you can collect into this toolbox, the better prepared you are to deal with anything and and the the more successful you can be, even if you're talking about that specialty. Um, Capacity is essentially resilience. But it's it's beyond resilience. So resilience is the ability to kind of endure some kind of trauma or adversity and, and return to that original condition, uh, you know, unscathed. But with capacity, what we're trying to do is not just survive something, but actually thrive because of it. So, in other words, we we take that adversity hardship challenge and we find Every possible way that we can learn from it to become better, we we find ways to become stronger from it, um, to become, uh, you know, more adaptable and flexible and things like that. So that anything we encounter, no matter how difficult, how unpredictable, how novel, we're able to cope with it productively, um, not lose our minds, not get set back, Um, you know, even if the experience itself is the most miserable, awful thing ever. Once we come out the other end of it, we are in a better position than we were going into it, right? So that's, to me, in my mind, that's the only way to deal with adversity. Otherwise, it's just nothing more than a miserable experience. And we're all rational adults, like we don't want to be miserable. So if we can't use it to our advantage, then it's kind of like, what's the point? You know, Why are we wasting our time surviving something if if we can't get something meaningful out of it? and then finally um commitment and this is this is really what draws the first three together this is what um puts all of this stuff into practice into action this is where we we get the discipline side of things and the actual behavior side of things so that uh we're not just telling ourselves oh i am this person and these are my values but then in you know in day-to-day life the way we're behaving and speaking we are not actually doing that stuff That to, to support that and to um, make those things true. And so it's just a kind of a fantasy we have about who we are and and what we're doing. Uh, and so those four things together, uh, to me, is, is what creates true toughness. So it's not just one aspect here and there. It's not the physical ability to do something or withstand something. It's not the mental uh, ability to kind of just survive difficult things or adversity and it's it's not just discipline you know all on its own like they all have to be integrated um uh, into th- this one interdependent collection of qualities and actions and the ways of thinking for us to really achieve that that true uh definition of toughness i don't
2: want to i don't want to put out there your um uh, i don't know your coaching ideologies and all of that or 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 secrets (laughs) but when you take a an athlete to train to train that athlete what are the aspects that you're looking for or do you have to like retrain them mentally to be able to accomplish what they set out
0: to do hold on hold on one second so he he gave you the cliff notes, but you're still gonna, you know, you're still gonna read the book. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, you know. No, no, no yeah. No, that's there. a
1: good question, though. That's a no. good question because I don't, I don't address that in that book, uh, because it, the the book itself is not really sport specific.
3: Right,
1: um, right. No, no, you no. Know, I meant the the four C's. Is- oh yeah. <laughs> no, oh, there. Is- trust me, there's still way more in there. <laughs> uh, you know what,
2: what it is is but, that, uh, you know, uh, sometimes coaches, when they have their athletes. They, they try to get into their athletes kind of like a friend of mine and they yeah. try to see what they are, you know, where they act and how they can, you know, take what they're at to kind of like put it into another level.
3: Yeah.
2: I don't know if you, if you, if you understand what I'm trying to say, but it's kind of like, you know, you, this, this athlete has a talent, you know, but maybe he's missing a few elements that you just mentioned. So, yeah. so that, like, you know, it, then how you go about like, you know, tweaking or, or changing or saying like, this is what you need to do to be able to accomplish
1: this. You know, I don't know. if, so, if,
2: if in that
1: you, First and foremost, you, you have to have something to work with. Right. So the, the little like, expression, like my grandfather used to say, is you can't make a racehorse out of a mule, right? Like <laughs> you, you have to have someone who has the ability to begin with. It doesn't mean they're perfect or the, the best in the world already, Uh, because then you have, there's no coaching, you're just watching them. Um, But you you have to have something to work with, right. And so from there, you help them develop these qualities, some of which they might not have at all, some of which they might have to to a low level. Um, But it is really day to day helping them work through how to apply these things and how to change the way they're thinking. So, you know, with weightlifting, weightlifting is a really frustrating diff difficult sport. There's a lot of setbacks. There's a lot of of days, you know, often, you know, repeated that you are not able to do what you think you should be able to do. Like you're missing weights that you think you should be able to do, or you you have an injury that now sets you back. So there's all kinds of complications and we tend to focus as people on the negative and get overwhelmed with that stuff. And so, you know, one example is that uh, you know I get all my lifters to keep a training journal, and every single session, at the end of that session, they have to write down you know, a few things. For example, um, you know, what did I do well in this session? So, no matter how bad that session is, they've got to give me at least three things that they did well, uh, and that, right. that's that's a way, a practical way, a simple way that we can change that thinking to stop focusing so much on the negative. Right. And remember that your worst day, you still did something well, something still went right. Um, And then we move on to, okay, so what didn't go well? You know, what, what was the problem here? But instead of just leaving it there, like, oh, I missed these weights or I wasn't focused, whatever. They then have to say, what am I going to do about this next time? How am I going to make this better? Uh, And so that it's a, a practical action not just like, I'm going to try harder because that's stupid. That's useless, right? Everyone says they're <laughs> going to try harder, but you know, what exactly are you going to do? Uh, you know, if you were unfocused next time, are you going to make sure you put your phone on, do not disturb and leave it outside of the gym or in your bag? Um, are you going to make sure that you are, uh, you know, visualizing your next set while you're resting versus, you know, talking to somebody else in the gym? So it, it's, it's helping a a already good athlete become much better through, you know, different tools that they can use mentally to control the way they're thinking um, and, and to, to cope with emotions that are unavoidable that support the performance that they're trying to achieve versus simply focusing on, you know, the physical aspects of everything.
0: Got it. Okay. All right. (laughs) After your, um, the things that you've done, I think, you know, you, you started in one realm, I guess you call it. And then, you know, you've expanded on that. Um, and I think that's what happens to a lot of people. They start doing something and then they figure out how expansive it could be and then how it ties back to just being a person and, and being a better person and, and start start going down these rabbit holes, kind of like we we discussed a little bit. Um, there's usually some influence in that who, who has influenced you throughout your, you know, growth as a weightlifter, a coach. And now I think, you know, to some extent, uh, you know, a motivational speaker, I don't know if you, but yeah. I mean, through your book, through <laughs> some of the things that you've done, I mean, it, I mean, you've definitely gone, in my opinion, you know, on the motivational side, kind of inspiring other people, anybody I want that Tony Robbins money. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying you got, you might have a TED talk coming up pretty soon. Yeah. You?
1: Um, I, I mean, certainly Rob Wolf was a huge influence. Um, and, and I mean, meeting him, like l- literally changed the course of my life because at that point, um, you know, I was working in a couple of different jobs. I was doing, you know, all kinds of, of ridiculous things. And I was planning to go back to grad school and, and, you know, teach American lit in college and, and thank God I didn't do that. Uh, (laughs) but you know, I met him and all of a sudden there was this opportunity to pursue, pursue something that I was passionate about that I I had just kind of assumed wasn't possible. Right. I, I didn't know where to go with it. Um, and so not only did he provide me that opportunity, but just as, you know, person to person, he's been a great friend for many years. Um, and was really a great example of someone who was, uh, you know, intelligent and motivated and able to kind of put things into practice. You know, he's got these great books out, a couple of bestsellers, and, um, he's got, you know, his hands in a multiple businesses that are successful and, and all these things. And then of course, uh, my coach, Mike Bergner, my weightlifting coach yeah, hey. uh, was a huge mentor for me. Um, not just in coaching and, you know, the X's and O's type of things, but also, in terms of just personal relationships between athlete and coach. And, you know, he was my wife's coach too. So we, we really kind of continued his legacy in in terms of the way that our team, um, the nature of our team, right. It's, it's much more of kind of a family sort of thing versus, uh, this more business transactional sort of relationship. Um, and, and then there's, you know, there's been lots of people here and there who've had minor influences on me. And it's it's all over the map, you know, from, uh, say, you know, I don't know, a guy like John Barklow, who is a, um, like a backcountry expert, wilderness, you know, survival expert, sort of things like that, where you, even if that's not something you're into, like, there's so many intellectual sides of that stuff, or, uh, you know, aspects that you can apply to, to totally unrelated things. And so there's, my big thing in in life is simply trying to get exposed to as many different people and things as possible. Because like I was saying earlier, you pick things up um, that you're able to apply in ways that you could have never imagined and totally unpredictable. So without those experiences, you don't know what you're going to get out of them anyway.
2: Um, um, You you just said um, something that I'm, you know, when it comes to sport in general um, and, and something you just said, what should be the relationship between coach and acting? You said that sometimes you had, you, well, you said that uh, your coach was more of a mentor, more of a friend, more of a person that was guiding you to, to, certain, to do certain things, while you have maybe other uh, uh, coaches that are more the business type, or this is what you need to do to accomplish this. Is there a balance? Is there some type of
1: how you're supposed to approach an athlete as a coach? So, yeah, I mean, there's a number of things to consider here. And first and foremost, as a coach, you have to be true to who you are. Right. So, for example, if. If I were more of that sort of like strict militaristic sort of guy, I can't pretend to be the more father figure, friendly, supportive kind of guy, because it's, it's not genuine. And therefore it never works. And people see that whether they recognize it or not consciously, they, they know it. Um, And vice versa, right? If you're like me and you're kind of that, that friendly, supportive, fatherly sort of guy with your lifters. And you try to be this like super authoritarian, disciplinarian, it doesn't work well. And I'm not saying I don't chew my lifters out from time <laughs> to time because you know any good dad is gonna you know get on your ass about something. But um point being like you have to really you have to coach according to your personality and who you truly are. So you know it goes back to the first C character, right? Who are you and what's important to you? How you know, how do you interact with people? Um But also you have to keep in mind that every athlete is different. Every athlete responds differently um, to coaching and to these different approaches and different relationships. And so to some extent, you have to adjust your approach and you and the athlete have to meet in the middle to, to create the best possible relationship. But that's also why that certain coaches and athletes will never work well together. Right. So you can, you can have a coach who is an absolutely phenomenal coach. They're so knowledgeable. They're incredibly skilled and experienced, but they cannot get, uh, you know, success out of a certain athlete. And that <laughs> athlete can go to, to another coach and, and be successful, right? And it's not that it's not a bad coach. It's just that it's, it's like any relationship, right? Like, I, you know, I married my wife because she's the one I want as my wife. I can't just be like, oh, I'm going to act like this with someone else because they happen to be there. It just doesn't work. It's the same thing with coach-athlete relationship. So you you do have to be willing as coaches and athletes to say, man, this is not working. Like, you're great. I love you, but I need to go try something else. And, you know, as a coach, it's important to recognize that and not take it so personally and hopefully get it out of the way early on you know, before you're too attached to each other. So it's not some big messy divorce situation.
0: So uh, what's next, Greg, for you?
1: Oh, man, I wish I could tell you. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I there, There's so many things um, happening. Uh, there, there's a big one happening. I can't really talk about yet because I, I don't know if I'm supposed to announce it yet. So I don't want to, but yeah. um, that's going to be cool. It's in the CrossFit realm. Um, Sweet. but so I will have, uh, you know, weightlifting wise, I've got something new coming out, which will be, um, full, you know, learning progression programs through the train heroic app. So people who want to learn how to snatch clean and jerk, nice. um, it's going to be as close as you can get to me teaching you, um, without actually paying me some exorbitant price and it, which you can't you're never going to schedule with me anyway so uh <laughs> this is going to be a cool super affordable accessible way um to help a bunch of people learn this stuff in you know everyone loves their their phones and their apps now so it's gonna be right uh-huh. there in their hand with me talking i mean bergner's uh, got it so that, that's that's the next big thing that's that's gonna on be on cool. the whiteboard i think
0: i i i did one of his uh you know programs for i think it was like a four week ish or, or so course. That mm-hmm. Bergner had, yeah, yeah, cool. Wow. Um, Socrates, you got you got something else? We got about four minutes.
1: Wow, pick his brain. No, you
2: know what? I, I I do have a lot of questions, but if you have four minutes, I don't want to. I don't want to so make it yeah, count. Throw, like I throw,
1: throw me one, and I'll talk fast. <laughs>
2: and and I'm dying to just read the book, and 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 basically. You know, I, I actually have the same ideology as you when it comes to weightlifting and being a be, a better crossfitter, even though, you know, I'm 50, so it's not like I'm going to compete or anything or looking to compete. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. But, you know, those That's little things, it means a lot. And kind of like, you know, gets into my head because I'm I'm the type of person and, I, and you as a coach, you know, this different, like you said, this different type of athlete's. I'm the type of 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 course, it's okay, it. <laughs> of <laughs> more of listening and then trying to duplicate what you say. Mm-hmm. You get me? Kind of like, yeah. you know, I, you said something and I'm going to just, you know, take the bar and kind of like duplicate what you just said or what you just, you know, what I read that you said. That's the type of, you know, person that, that I am when it comes to to you know just doing it to doing the the i i I like to just listen and then just do it by myself kind of kind of thing
1: you know yeah which and and that's that's a perfect example of you know how a coach has to adapt to an athlete so some coach or some athletes are very visual they have to see the movement over and over and over see that demonstrated and then they'll try to mimic it someone like you wants to hear it described or read it and then kind of experiment yourself physically and 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 figure it out. Uh, And so as a coach, you you have to support that because you you can't force an athlete to learn the way that you prefer. It's not going to work. Right. Um, And so you have to have that that collection of tools uh, at your disposal to say, okay, you know, you need you need this kind of support to learn. So I'm going to develop that and that's how I'm going to interact with you. Well, I can go and, and, you know, work with your teammate in a totally different way. And, and that's, those are the best coaches who are not only able, but willing to be flexible. The, the worst kind of coaches are the ones who are like, this is my way. If it doesn't work for you too bad, like you're just going to not be good. It's like, well, I mean, I, that's your right as a, as a coach, as a person to not bother helping everybody, but it seems like kind of a dumb attitude to me you know, as a coach, um, <laughs> if you're a professional coach and you have a manager who just buys athletes for you, who are suitable for your program, then Hey, lucky you, but you know, I, I don't have that luxury. I have to work with the people who come to me. Um, and I think that makes you a better coach anyway. You know, you, you have to experiment. You have to, you know, be really attentive and, and pay attention to what works and what doesn't. And that's how you get better and better at dealing with any possible athlete who walks through your
2: door. Wow
1: sound look
2: I, I i i wouldn't mind you training me bro right now everything you say <laughs> okay you know, can, can i go over there and trade with you please please <laughs> oh
1: you can you, you can do you it gotta you had to read and memorize my whole book first
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so the book is is tough um you know greg everett uh catalyst athletics um i mean content producer to me that's like it's just a it's a it's the new thing and i think a lot of people just like you know crossfit so to speak it's like you're able to kind of package this thing up and and serve it to the masses in a way that's easily digestible um and you know you you do that as far as your content it's 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 fuck it's i mean it's hands down like the best thing that i've seen you know, if, if you just need, you have two minutes, you could digest some super important information that one will help you lift better, uh, be prepared for certain lifts. Um, those little minor things that are tiny if you kind of look at it. But when you actually put it into play, it makes a huge difference. So, yeah. man, keep up the good work. We really appreciate you being on. Um, you
3: very much. This man. Is
0: the app that um that you mentioned
1: that your program train heroic on. uh so train train heroic they they host a you know a bunch of coaches lots of programs so i've got a couple online teams and a number of programs through that um but you i mean you can find all that stuff just through catalystathletics.com and anything i'm doing you can find through there uh that's kind of the portal for all things greg everett awesome man it was my pleasure like it, hey, thank you thank you guys for having me on. i appreciate it yeah, Any excuse m- to start drinking at two thirty in the afternoon. I'm gonna <laughs> it's a little later for us, but you know
0: what? If the times were switched, I'd still fucking hang out and have hey, a drink you, man. I can't yeah, let I you like- guys
1: drink by yourselves. That's <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you very that. much. I appreciate yeah, it. Yo, take, take care. It easy, man. <laughs> that was good. He's
0: a good dude.
3: To have a couple of beer
0: with you guys I mean? for sure for you know,
3: sure
0: day, like the couple like you know what man we can drink together and that kind of stuff you know let's do let's do the post game
2: where's the beer at bro
0: oh but would you, you, you in the fridge? fridge yeah it's in the fridge all right was you it? only had one yeah, that's all you had i didn't
3: want to get up bro you know what? oh I got, time, you
0: know? I got up i got up yeah i know i saw you <laughs> i was like no beers. <laughs> all right so yeah the
2: thing is
0: i have oh yeah yeah Let's do a, a quick little post-game thing here.
2: what? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. Yeah, he's, yeah,
0: definitely, bro. All right. Bye, man. Great guy. And then that way you can do the bottom line here, too. Oh, well, you want to do the bottom line now? Yeah. Like, it's still recording. Oh, it is? It's, just, it's nice. just us, though. Or oh, it's nice. just my thing. And I'll have uh, – oh, you don't yeah. have to do, get on there. It's gonna be uh, like the feedback. So, gonna Oh, you want
2: to do? Okay, yes. cool, cool,
0: cool, 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 all right, cool. cool. Nope. All right. Let's be hey. 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 Yeah, I
2: think it was. A, I, we was or just. Anything. Yeah, we was we were just talking, and and I, and I think it was a it was, it was a great podcast. And um, having people like like Greg, all right, and 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 um, and being so knowledgeable about not only weightlifting, CrossFit, and being part of the beginning of CrossFit, because he he even mentioned uh, in Glassman, you know, when the whole thing happened and, you know, in Glassman had this ideology and he said like, you know, but, you know, we should do this and you need to listen to the podcast. But, you know, he said, you know, this is better or, or, you know, why do it this way when, you know, when we could incorporate this and that, you know, having people like that that are, Part of the beginning of of CrossFit, like you know, it reminds me of Danny. Remember when we had Danny right. so on right. the show? It's
0: it's just this evolution of not just weightlifting or CrossFit or whatever it is that you're doing. It's realizing that past that, there's so much more to it. Right from the right. human element, right. where you have to and you can't just be successful in one thing in order to be able to continue doing one thing and be successful at it, all of these other things have to also be come together.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and, then, you know, and, and one thing I love about CrossFit and, you know, and and I was just, you know, uh, picking on my, my laptop because, to be on the podcast and I was talking to someone just now.
0: And and as far as that, I just wanted to make sure because we told them five 30, six 30. Right. And we had about 45 minutes. Oh, no, definitely. It was great.
2: and and I, and, I, and I think we we got a lot a lot of, yeah. uh, out of him. But I was I was to a person about the whole idea of CrossFit, and you know I was telling him that it's not own for example you know lifting weights. That is is it's about running also and about, about about doing pull-ups, and burpees, and, and this all the things that we do, box jumps, and all that stuff. And that's one other thing about, that I love about CrossFit because of the fact that it's not focusing on one thing. Sometimes when you go to the a, a one of those you know, commercial gyms, one of the things is that, you know, everybody wants to lift. Everything that you see there is just lifting, uh, 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 you know, what, uh, machines. Everything that has to do with lift, has to do with, you know, getting big, big muscles and all that stuff. And then you have a, a couple of treadmills here and there and a couple of stuff that you could do abs, and that's about it. It's not like across the the realm, I guess, or across the board exercise that you could do to accomplish certain goals because not all the goals are the same like Greg said Mm -hmm. you know you have to get into your athlete and say hey what is your goal Mm -hmm. is is your goal to do this do that or what you know and and that's one of the things I think that it and I'm not going to criticize any any box or any gym or anything you know CrossFit uh affiliate but one of the things that they should have when they you know have a new person that comes in is you know what are your goals when it comes to you know or or working out? What what is it you want to accomplish? So that you have at least something to start with and maybe you could go back to that person Mm -hmm. and say, so are you working towards your goal? Are your your goals being met? Mm -hmm. You know, because if your goal was because you wanted to lose weight, for example. And I know the CrossFit community in that house has a a big, uh, uh, um, you know, I I do really big when it comes to, um, and and I've seen it. You know, uh, people like losing weight and people that are, have a type of ailments that are getting better because of, you know, doing CrossFit and all that stuff. And they're putting it out there. So, you know, big, you know, big, big ups, you know, and all that stuff to, to them because they're doing that. They're doing, you know, videos and all kinds of stuff with people that are losing weight and all that stuff. So they have to, you have to tell you like, look, what are your goals when it comes to, you know, working out? Do you want to stay fit? Do you want to lose weight? You know, are you here because of you know? And and that's the thing I was saying my mom. And I'm sorry, I'm you know going from one place to the other. But like I told my mom, look, you have two ways of working out. There's two ways you you can start working out.
0: Okay, so you are talking to did she ask you or no
2: no because you know my mom my mom is retired right and you know and now she's like, she's at home no back, she's, she's she's <laughs> at home she's at home and I was saying look mom. <laughs> You need to start, you know, walking and stuff like that. You know, I know okay, that you okay. want to be, she's in New York. She's, did she,
0: she ask you for advice or are you just like?
2: No, you know what? Mom, the thing is that, for your no, no, you know what? Thank God, thank God that she, she doesn't take any type of pills or anything like that. So okay. far she's healthy. Okay. And I was telling my mom, you know, that sometimes being in the apartment in New York and just being there and maybe coming out once in a while to do this and do that mm-hmm. is not, not, not it's, that. it's not healthy. It's not healthy that sometimes she needs to actually go out there and, and walk and this and that. And, and it's, and I don't want to look mom, There's there's two ways in which, and I tell people also this, there's two ways you can work out one that it comes out of you because you want to be healthy right. and you want to continue to have this healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. and working out will help you do that. You know, mm-hmm. not only in the working out process, but then you meet people that she is my brother that, that will tell you a couple of things about, you know, also eating healthy and keeping a good, healthy lifestyle. Right. And you're right. And, and you're meeting people that are in your same friend of mind that they want to do a good well, uh they have a but good once
0: you start getting into, into nutrition, it starts being it's it's not so much the same frame frame of mind because there's it's like working out for CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Right before there was CrossFit. Right. So like people would work out and like, oh, this is the way to work out.
2: Correct. correct.
0: We have the, if you want to call it luxury, to, to have CrossFit in the sense that they tell you this is how you're supposed to work out.
2: Correct. Correct.
0: Right. Within that though, within CrossFit, and this is something we touched on on the last podcast, is that within CrossFit, they tell you exactly how to eat. They say mm-hmm. eat eat. Uh, lean meats, fruits, nuts, seeds, or some fruit, mm-hmm. nuts, seeds. uh, Eat to the point where you're satisfied, but not to the point where you're going to gain fat. Correct. Um, you know, uh, low, no starch. Eat vegetables. um, No sugar.
2: That's no sugar. <laughs> <No sugar. laughs> so, my weakness. true. <laughs> yeah, so,
0: so you know, but I think what ends up happening with CrossFit is they're like people are like in gyms are like. We're gonna talk about just how to work else. out. Not nothing else. Not about <laughs> uh, nutrition. Right. So, and that's the thing when it comes to nutrition, it's still kind of the Wild West in that there's people that are like, look, this is what you're supposed to do. Let's go vegan. <laughs> and then there's these extremes. This. Look,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah right, right,
0: right. There's people that just eat meat. True. And then there's True. people that don't eat any meat. You know, so it's like. There's a lot of you know miscommunication there.
2: But the good thing is that it is a community in which everyone is trying to reach that healthy goal. Can we can we call it? Yes. Call, can we say that? I agree with that. All right. And I was telling my mom that there's two ways of working out. One that comes out of you, and you just go there and say, look, for my health, for my well-being, you know, mentally and physically well-being, and you know, I, I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Or there's other people that are forced to do it. Yeah, and, and For not, not health, force because of right because the doctor, doctor already told you. You. <laughs> <I> already <laughs> told you already told you. Look, man, if you don't work out, bro, that you know
0: it's basically the the life prescription, right? Before the doctor prescribes right. it, right? Exactly, right? Exactly, so, so exactly. Is, if, once you, if, no one's gonna tell you anything if you don't no. have any symptoms and you're young no. and you're healthy. <laughs> exactly, and you're eat like shit, you drink all the beer right. and all the things, but that then it's gonna get to you. It's gonna catch up. Right. And then now you have an actual medical doctor telling you because they're because you have symptoms. Right. right. So it's instead of you know, or it, instead of treating the symptom, it's like you, you want to try to get ahead of it before you have those symptoms. Right. And right. that's the prescription.
2: Right. Right. You know? Right. So, and you know, and that's it, and that's what I was telling my mom that you know, there's two ways in which you can work out. And and I was trying just to, you know, convince her to actually walk once in a while and all that stuff because of the pandemic she actually kind of like you know wasn't walking that much but i she started again you know walking a couple of blocks and this and that you know which is a good thing you know cuz um cuz it's better to do something than nothing oh, not sure. and and that's that's my whole thing you know and you know and if
0: maybe there's something that she actually likes to do like let's say right. for example um she lives in new york right um hey i don't know Window chopping. Central Park. (laughs) Exactly. Maybe she can combine that with bird watching. right, 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 right. You know, whatever, walking a dog or whatever. But if you combine it with something else, you know, like some people, for example, don't necessarily want to eat well, but when they start doing CrossFit, then they start um figuring out, oh, okay. This is I'm it's like Fight Club. Remember Fight Club? Yep. They're like hey, every, re- the thing, the reason you cut your nails is because of club. the reason you do this is because of my club, Correct. you know what I'm saying? So like the positive things is because you don't want to go to the gym because you're doing CrossFit. Maybe it's about the physical aspect or maybe because it's walking and, you know, walking your dog, right. then you're like, well, I don't want to be winded walking my dog. My My dog wants to go further than me, but then I feel winded. So I'm going to, I'm going to maybe eat better or get more rest or do these other healthy things because I want to be able to keep up with my dog or if I'm walking with someone else, or if I'm, you know, doing one X.
2: You know, one thing, one thing, and just thinking of what you said, everything you just said, one thing that, um that, that I could say that is and and please do not get me wrong. But one thing that, I might say that it was good about the pandemic. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> was was the fact that oh, there we were at the yeah yeah sure. that that you know that a lot of trainers out there knowing that you know to get weights to get the bars to get all the workout equipment was like none to it. It, it wasn't it wasn't out there like you know where everybody like bought their the bars their dumbbells and everything and you couldn't find anything. Remember that so a lot of the trainers out there, you know, that had, you know, on their apps and all kinds of stuff, you know, on zoom and all that, they were actually, they figured out ways to have people train without having to have weights, Mm -hmm. you know, doing a lot of calisthenics, doing a lot of like your own weight type of movement that actually helped. And, And I hope that can continue even, you know, even though things are that we're getting better on this whole pandemic kind of stuff, but, that that can continue. the understand that using, not ha- having to rely on equipment, I guess that's what I'm trying to say, having to rely solely on equipment to have a good workout yes. or to be physically fit. Yes. You, you get me? Right, right, right. And,
0: and so I, you modify and there's actual, now more at home workouts where it's more body weight stuff or maybe things around the house. Right, you know, exactly. Where you can still, move around and do certain things where it 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 meets those requirements, I guess. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. And right. still you know, be able to stay healthy and active. And
2: stuff. Right, because- uh, And
0: then uh, do it from your house.
2: Yeah, because a lot of those people think that, you know, working out, you gotta have certain equipment. Right. You know, you gotta have this, you gotta have that, or, or if not, be. it's not Mentally, gonna happen.
0: it could be overwhelming. Right, and Why? Also Why? the time. I think people right. think that you have to at least dedicate an hour. Right. True. How long do you do? Like if you're, for example, if you're not, if you're doing, if you're spending zero hours doing anything physical, mm-hmm. if you are working at an office or you're working from home and the most that you do is go up and down stairs.
2: Correct. Correct.
0: Then yep. spending five minutes doing some air squats
2: mm-hmm.
0: a day is way more than what you were doing before correct
2: i i, I so, agree 100% i agree 100% so baby steps right and <laughs> and you know what sometimes at the box when we have those short uh and using very little weight workout sometimes they get you more tired than workouts that that you have weight integrated into
0: them. yeah have you ever done just like 50 straight uh, air squats.
2: <laughs> the other day when we did it, remember? The yeah, day we day way, it, bro, <laughs> I was the like, first, right. It was like twenty. I was like twenty. It
0: feels light at first. It was
2: like it was like wow, something wow. like like a two hundred meter run, and then you came in, and then you had like maybe like twenty burpees, was it? And then and fifty uh, uh, air squat. The, yeah, and the air squat was the
3: worst
2: thing. Exactly, and you think like well, air squat. how could the air squat, man? <laughs> Yeah. So no, I hate, I hate those little, you know, like 12 minute, 15 minute uh uh, uh workout because of the fact that sometimes they look simple and, and they have no weight, but 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 they are the worst because of the fact that it takes so much out of you and, and then and you want to keep the intensity going. And that's 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 that I think that's that's the thing. That like you want to keep the intensity going, you want to keep the same uh pace. <laughs> you want to keep the same pace and you don't want to rest. You got me? Because because you said, like, well, it's only 20 uh, uh you know burpees and and, and, and 50 and 50 earthquakes. Well, come on, man. And cheers, man. And and the and the bottom line is that by the second round, and I think it was like three rounds that we had to do or four rounds. And by the second round, man, I was like, what? No, 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 man. Like I, I had to, like I had to break it down like into, into 10, 15s, because I, I couldn't. I I couldn't I couldn't handle it. You know, I couldn't handle it. But that's going back to the whole idea that sometimes you don't need, you know, equipment to have a great workout and to keep yourself, you know, motivated to continue to working out. And, to and, that's keep not to,
0: and that's not to say that you shouldn't do other stuff. Like, you can't just do body weight. Well, you can if mm-hmm. you're starting out. But then...
2: You want to like, move on. Then, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, on. then you create that habit. So after you do that for a while, and you're like, wow, look at what I've done, look at the improvements that I've made. Um, then you could, you know, add in some weight or, you know, add in maybe some um movement the- high intensity stuff or, or mix it around because then your body reacts differently to that in order to create this um all encompassing thing. But starting out isn't it, if you start out thinking that I have to go to a, a CrossFit class that's going to be an hour and there's all these things that I have to do, it could be overwhelming. Right, Right. Right. But if, if but once you start and then you, you like it, if you like it, maybe you don't, maybe, yeah. you know, swimming is your, is your is your bag. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever, like as long as you get moving. And then I think at some point you, you as long as you continue it, what the last thing anybody would want for anyone else is to start something and then feel like they can't do it or they don't like it or, get hurt. or they're uncomfortable or get hurt yeah. and then stop, right. you know? So, yeah. but once you keep anything up, it could be literally just walking up and downstairs. Right. It could be walking around the block.
2: Start slowly. And then start slowly. once you get
0: Build to that back. point and you, you make it um, a habit, then you could expand on it. And then once you, you know, you start seeing progress and I totally agree. I totally
2: agree 100% with everything you said right now. Because a lot of people think that the whole idea of working out is that you gotta start strong or, you know, or like Greg was saying that, you know, you you have those coaches say, it's my way or the highway kind of thing. You know, like, this is the way you gotta do things. Man, if you're not looking into the best, I guess, the, the best way in which that athlete might approach the whole idea of working out, then you're not being a good coach you have to understand that look Pedro might not be the the person that wants to just you know take a 135 and start you know repping you know uh, bench press or or a 50 and doing curls on the way no he might not be that person Do but in my sleep <laughs> and you know maybe another person might might be the one that wants that type of working out so you have to kind of like you know not play around, but you have to know what that person and wants, and that's going back to the beginning. But we just said that you know, I think you know, boxes and, and gyms should you know kind of like at least speak to the to to their client, to the clientele, right? As as they come in, as they sign up, and, and just ask the simple question, you know, what are your goals when it comes to working out? At, you know, real
0: at, simple. At, you know, at, at, the, at the you know most basic. Right. And and
2: and then and then maybe every three months or you know, every quarter, every three months, or every four months, or whatever, you know, just go back, hey Pedro, have you meeting your goals? So I remember right. you said this, this, and that. Right. And we've been doing this, this, and that so far. Are you are you doing that? Are you losing the weight that you wanted? Right. How how much have you weigh? How, how, how much do you weigh now compared to when you started, you know, or, uh, this is this K-5 your environment? Pounds, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but but you know, mo- most likely just doing those little things like that. Oh. I-, I think
0: so, it helps. Uh, I was talking to Eric yesterday.
2: The producer. Eric, the yeah, producer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the guy who's supposed to bring
2: beer. So. Yeah, so, uh, what the, the hell he wants to bring the beer.
0: <laughs> Uh So we were going to do maybe a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think interesting. we tried to do one before it um, didn't catch traction. But Summer's here. We were thinking doing maybe like a six week get ripped challenge.
2: Ooh.
0: Yeah. Oh, interesting. I yeah. like that. So I like that. I like that. For me, it would be cutting beer, maybe just, just for uh, like, you know, maybe during Beer Fest Friday and then that's it. <laughs> but you, like for me, it would be cutting the calories of the extra beer throughout the weekend and, okay. you know, on Wednesdays, Thursdays. Well, me will be the sugars. Maybe. Fridays. I like the shooters.
2: I mean, the desserts and the ice cream, bro. Yeah.
0: Like. So, so what it would be? I think it would it would be um you'd have to at a start somewhere, whether it's a picture or weight or something. Okay. And then it's like six weeks later, like
2: uh, where you at?
0: Yeah. And then Eric would do the same. Maybe a, a different thing. Maybe some other metric, kind of like. I'm down.
2: Body, I'm, down. I'm body, down.
0: mass index or something.
2: No, I'm down. I'm down. I, I, I'll do it. I'll try to do it, yeah. you know, and, um, 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 I, I actually, you know, that will help me get into certain, certain type of goals. And
0: not, you know, because I think when you set, let's say, for example, like a goal, right. Cause you were talking about goals mm-hmm. a little bit. It's like when okay. you're like, it's a never ending goal then it just becomes harder because you're just like, yeah. you know, there's no end in sight. But if you're like, Hey, from today to six weeks from now, you could do that, right? And then I think it kind of recalibrates you to maybe be like, okay, I can live without sweets for.
2: Oh no, no, I, I, I've done it before, so that's right. what I'm saying. Like it should be, it shouldn't be big for me because I'm Catholic and and we do LEN. I'm sorry to say oh, okay. that. Okay. And we do Lent. Sorry to
0: know. say what?
2: And, and and huh? Sorry to say what? No, no, because no, I don't want to get religions into this. or oh, no, no, no. You know, because okay. I'm a fucking drunk. I'm not just kidding. I'm just scared. I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. I'm just, i just just drink beer on Fridays. Only on Friday. But but but, but you know for, for Catholics, we do like it is
0: Friday. So I
2: Friday, the Friday, no th- th- Friday, yeah. It's Friday, yeah. But there's no other
0: proof that you're drinking beer outside of Fridays. So.
2: Exactly, exactly. Which I which I do it. not, I do not. I do not. You know, believe me, please. But you know we had Len and and Lent, you know you give up something and a of stuff so i'm used to but you know if, if you guys are gonna do it or uh, we already done that we did it already, we already did it um uh, it ends in the a, a good friday good friday ends good friday which is just past so basically um i'm down i'm down and, and you know and and, and that's the good that's the thing about and you just said it i said it you said it we have said it so many times here that it's setting goals. Right. And, 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 and yeah. having a challenge is kind of like a goal, yeah. which is a good thing. Yeah. You know, it's a good thing. Some, some people want to have like big arms not a big chest. <laughs> I don't know what your goal is. So, you know, <laughs> so
0: the, the key though with setting goals is you could set a goal, right? But it's not the goal. Everybody sets goals and, right. you know, you can set a goal and you, but then it's then breaking down that goal on little simple processes throughout. How are you going to achieve that goal? So it could be, let's say your goal is to lose 10 pounds, right? So what are you going to do to achieve that goal? I'm going to give up soda. So there's no more soda, right? (laughs) It's a hard one, bro. (laughs) Or, you know, in my case, only drink beer during beer first Friday. You know, so now it it makes it, it, you know, you have a path. It's like saying, for example... I'm going to find my way we're in Miami. I'm going to, I'm going to find my way to uh, Fort Lauderdale. I could say that I'm like, I'm going to go to Fort Lauderdale. Cool. Right. How are you going to get there? Well, I'm going to take the turnpike to this and then I'm going to get off this and that, whatever. Right. You have to take that path in order to get to Fort Lauderdale. Sure. You're just not going to magically get to Fort Lauderdale. No, you can't. You exactly. can't. So that's, The you know the and what ends up happening for a lot of people they're like I'm gonna set this goal I'm gonna lose twenty pounds but then they don't say how they're gonna do it and then they ultimately fail
2: and exactly that's what I was gonna get to that a lot of people just say goals and then they like you said you don't they don't have a path they don't have a I don't know and a strategy they don't have like something set up like outlines I guess or something and it has to be pretty
0: black and white at that point the goal doesn't have to be black. Oh, well, I mean, it could be because they like some, some of those goals might be something like I want to be a better person. That's very great. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, okay. Then you have to break that down further. What do you mean by that? Exactly. You know, or right. so then you, you have to say, well, I want to call my mom more. So, right. uh, okay. So I'm going to call my mom on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays. You know, okay. Then you know, if you don't call your mom on Wednesday, and you failed that day. You know, then okay, you can still call her Tuesday or Thursday rather. But then you realize that it's a check, right? So you, you're checking yourself because you didn't. So yeah. then the process becomes um, the it's it's in the prop the de- the devil's in the details type. Of thing. Yeah. So then little by little by little by little then all of a sudden, that goal that you set for yourself is attainable because you've done this, 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 this. this, this you this, know,
2: it's this. Um, like you said, you got to have, like right now, you were saying all that, and I was intaking everything you said.
0: And you thought about Greg? Because no, of the, process yeah, the process? Yeah, the process is you. no, no,
2: definitely, definitely, Greg, you know, and I, I'm dying through the book. But um, the whole idea is that, um, you know, having you know those those little things or the little uh outlines on how I'm going to achieve it and i was thinking of malia malia panos malia ipa as we call her malia
0: ipa malia's uh, like the worst person because <laughs> you in your mind in my mind i think i can achieve that goal she drinks all the time, right. I'm good. At, I could drink all the time and still achieve my goals.
2: Right, you know, so I like it's it, it and makes no, no. It like you know what? Like she was telling me, it
0: makes it difficult to because because everyone's different. No, you so, know, she was telling me. That. So she's superhuman. So it was like I could be superhuman.
2: No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you know, the, the funny thing is that you know, I was telling I was telling her a long time ago, and 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 you know, one thing that that she said that I was like I always have in my head, and 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 I was talking about like you know, money. I want to get this. I want to get this shit. Like. And, and I told her, you know, my my weakness is is, is basically sweets. And she was like, Good. look, look, Socrates, she's like, she was being, you know, really honest because she's the type of person that is honest and, and blunt and, and to the point. Yeah, look, you don't have to give them, you have to give it up right away. You have to give it up in stages, slowly. Win yourself off. Right. You know, you, you don't have to, you know. When you cut it down, and, and and this is the way she talks, when you cut it down in that sentence, it's like, oh, that's what
3: she said. No, she <laughs> like, you know,
2: she's like, you have to cut it down slowly so that, you know, you can accomplish it. Michael Jackson. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or
0: no, no, maybe James Brown. <laughs> I, James I don't Brown-ish.
2: know. What she, what she said, and she's like, you know, cut it down. It's like, no, no, you don't have to cut it off. Like, right away. Cut it out. You know, you have to just do it slowly and slowly and work and, you know, build up and and, and you'll you attain it. And that's yeah, like so, what I what I've done a few times, you know, but uh, if you do the challenge, you know then I'll,
0: sometimes you fall back and that's the thing. It's, right. You know, so ultimately it's for a more sustained you mm-hmm. know. Um but sometimes you need a reset. I no, reset. I, I think the challenge is good for No, reset. I
2: think so. I think so. And and challenge uh, challenges actually And
0: plus you you know quarantine is yeah, on the down, Thank
2: God, and you know
0: I, know, I know your goal is to have those six pack abs, man. Definitely,
2: bro. Definitely, and that, and, and, and that, and that will be that. That will be my challenge. My challenge would be that you know, I will take a picture of my 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 stomach now, and then in six weeks we'll see. what the newspaper? I, I don't know about that. But.
0: <laughs> your skimmies? I
2: don't know about that. I don't know about that. But but uh, then in six weeks, look into like how much have accomplished. Accomplish, you know, uh, you know, that's the goal. I
0: mean, keep you the know. glasses
2: on, though. Oh, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Skivvies, newspaper, right glasses. Ah, uh, yeah, you know, but uh, no socks.
2: No, <laughs> but but I'll definitely, I'll definitely try it. I mean, you know, it's good. It's it's. Listen, it's listen. Crazy. I don't, I don't want anybody to to fail the challenge. I don't want anybody to fail. But. If you are able to actually, oh, maybe. Trying.
0: What do you fail, You fail <laughs> Like, so you could be me? You're going yeah, to bring sweets to case, the office? Just in case. Just in case. Just the, in case. Your best friend, you're going to bring us but, pizza, you know, pizza and shit? You
2: like, know what I'd call an accomplishment? If you actually, out of those six weeks, let's say four weeks, you you were like on point, and then something happened, and then on a week you actually, something happened, and you were out of it. And then you did it again, right, back on. right? But right, right. but if you actually you know, accomplish like four or five weeks, something that's that's an accomplishment for sure, you know what yeah, I'm mean? saying? So that's, you can't
0: beat yourself up over a day or two
2: or, or a week, week or, or whatever,
0: right? 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 You know, just, as long as you get back on,
2: exactly. So, so if that happens, and that's the way I see it, you know, that's the way I see yeah, it, sure. and that's the way everybody has to see it because sometimes you know, you, you set up goals and you might not achieve the goals, but maybe just something else that you could say, Well, I did not see my goal, but. I accomplished this, this, and that that will help you if you have all the goals. Sure. You know, kind, kind of to build on when you have another challenge or you have another goals. You know, whatever positive that happened, then you could build on that. Like Greg was saying about the little book that he makes their, their athlete right, Like, okay, what was good about what you did today? Okay, what good you did? And then what actually you have to work on? And he never said anything like, oh, what you did bad. You know, he focused on the good, mm-hmm. the positive, how I'm going to be better. Yeah. And you know, You fuck, acknowledge the bad.
0: I, acknowledge it. Yeah, so you yeah. can learn from
2: it. Right, 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 right,
0: But don't dwell on
2: it. No, don't, don't, don't freaking like, you know, just a oh man, I didn't get those three 315. Oh, what the hell? Blah, blah, blah. No, man. Like I did well. Like he said, the technique. It was it was good. You know, but maybe going on the clean going.
0: So I didn't tell Greg at that point because there's, yeah, yeah, there's, mm-hmm. there's no point. Um, with, you know, the for me, mm-hmm. I think that that's the best way to do it. Like to study whatever it is and look at the movement, try to perfect the movement on its in like individually. Right. Uh, <clears throat> and it could be a gymnastic movement. Like for example, when I was learning how to handstand walk, okay. I'm not going to just handstand walk during a workout. Right. And in CrossFit, I think a lot of people understand that. Oh yeah. Cause gymnastics is a, you know, it's a, or a handstand walking is a gymnastics movement. And maybe I don't have that yet. Sure. You know, so I'm not going to learn it, um, within a workout. Well, why are you going to take a snatch and 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 because so what people would do is like oh I'm gonna uh, you know do a pistol or do a pull up or do a butterfly pull up no people don't or they're not just gonna be like I'm just gonna do a butterfly pull up no they practice a butterfly pull up on the side practice it until they get it or even a kipping pull up until they get it and there's a progression to it you know so why wouldn't like the progression there's training to that portion you don't just Like oh, throw it in the workout. By the way, there's a clock there, so we're trying. We're timing you. No, you 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 learn the movement to at least a a, you know to a minimal amount, and then we'll time you. If you could do the movement effectively, efficiently, and safely, then you know we'll go from there. Um, And that's what's supposed to happen. Right. But that is a thing. You're not going to, because then the human element takes over. The human element is there's a clock there.
2: But you know what? He's a, he's a good coach. Right? Well, like, you know, the no, way, I mean, you know, the, I mean, everything it, he says, you know, like, you know, like.
0: It, yes, he's it, a good coach. But those are things that, like, if you think about it, and. All the coaches should
2: have, should have, and should be able to do with their athletes.
0: Yes, but it's, right. it's not that common in CrossFit. No, in it's, not. CrossFit, it's not. It's not, it's not, it's not. Like coaches yeah. will, will be like. I agree one hundred percent. We're gonna do this three day on ramp. I agree one hundred percent. you up to speed to the basic basic, and then what ends up happening is, um, especially with people who are maybe a little stronger. Mm-hmm. If you're not that strong, then you're you're basically doing you know,
3: what in a PVC
0: pipe or maybe the fifteen pound trainer bar. Maybe put a few weights on the trainer bar, but you're still not getting the movement down you know what i'm saying Correct. so in the on the crossfit side mm-hmm. they're like it's okay to do the workout just don't do that much weight But what ends up happening is if someone is strong enough to muscle the weight mm-hmm. they'll yeah go ahead and do it so then it's you're pushing that person past their capabilities because they don't have a technique down right when technique. i started doing this shit mm-hmm. it was Yes, YouTube was there, you know, so it was let me do this the way that I I've copied someone else. doing. I it. saw
2: it then do it and then I'm just going to
0: duplicate it and see if it works. Right. Then right. I, I saw the coaching afterward for the minor kind of like, well, if you lean back on your heels more, help if yeah. you, you know, you know, put it on like create a shelf. Like all those little but, things that, you know.
2: But let me ask you a question. Now that that wasn't in, in the beginning and you just said it was in the beginning. Now, now at this stage that you're in as a crossfitter, um, do you think those are the things that you did in the past? Did they work for you? For sure.
0: All that stuff. And seems- but, but you
2: didn't have a trainer though. You only, you, you only have a trainer for maybe like what you said. Maybe like you know, maybe said like once a week or whatever, and he would just tell you like you know do this, do that, and, no, and help
0: I, you. Out. I, when I started crossfitting. Okay, good. I didn't,
2: so, I didn't, so so so. myself. So, in your but, point of view,
0: what I would do lightweight until I got the movement. Technique. Be, and the what technique, Greg
2: said. Technique. Right. The technique down pat.
0: As far as I can get it.
2: As far as you was watching on those videos right. and which, all stuff.
0: Which when I got to a, a trainer a coach. They were like, that's pretty good. This is what you can do to make it, make better. it better. Okay. Right. So it worked out for you in a sense. It worked out for me.
2: Yes. Be, be, because you know, it, it sometimes doesn't work out for a lot of people. Sure. That's the thing.
0: Of you course. know, of and, and sometimes that's that's the that's the problem. It's like if you can kind of gauge on where you are, like it, it's a very gradual thing. And I don't want to highlight like one from one day to the next, it's more like gradual, gradual, gradual. So if like you couldn't do it, Mm -hmm. for example, I would find out why I couldn't do it. Was it a strength issue? Was it a mobility issue? Was it a something issue? And then I'd work on that issue. So like squatting and stuff like that, it's like, oh, maybe I got to stretch this. Maybe I have to do that. Maybe I have to do that. And then I'd go down a rabbit hole and figure out why, what is my limitation? As for my personal self,
2: no, I, and and you know I I, I understand that one hundred percent because uh, one of the things that I have and you know about is the mobility issue. Mobility is the ability to do certain things. For example, like you know, I'm not the type of person that can just you know I'm I'm getting better at it, and I'm I'm like you know like getting even better at it, landing the 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 bar right here. For like you know snatches and all kinds of, stuff. I mean I'm sorry not snatches I'm cleans and all that or or doing front squat I mean mm-hmm. front front squat right front mm-hmm. squat up uh, and all that stuff you know and I'm not that m- mobile when it comes to that but you know the there are things that you tell me like you know getting the bar here you know try to do once in a while mm-hmm. and it's actually helping out. Um, some people definitely learn, like I said, by listening by themselves sometimes. And you're like one of those people that actually learn visually by looking at it, and you know breaking I think it down most, and stuff.
0: Most people are visual. Learners.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think so too.
0: Um, But, but there is some cues that contrast, you need a like coach audi- to audible learning. So, like for example, yes, like in coaching, if you say, you know, um
2: rest your bar on the on on, on shoulders or whatever, whatever. Right. So there's you
0: know, there's different types of cues. So if you say for example, if oh, someone bump the
2: bar into your head.
0: Yes, but bump the bar to one person would maybe may mean something different to someone else. Gotcha. So you may have to break it down further and it comes down to uh, where you're holding the bar. Correct. Right? Yeah. So maybe you're holding the bar too wide or maybe you're holding the bar too narrow. So then the bump is come becomes a different thing. Yeah. You're bumping the bar too soon. <laughs> you're bumping the bar too high. You're hit, hitting your pelvic instead
2: of your waist (laughs) yeah
0: so it it might be hurting you so all of those things you have to kind of take into account but uh yes like once once that happens and you analyze it as, as a coach i think you you do have to kind of take that into account but then as a as a athlete you have to maybe you know, do take some ownership and be like, okay, take it upon yourself. Yeah, what can yeah. I control? If there is something that I'm trying to get better at, um, what can I control, and then what can I get help on?
2: Definitely, and and you know, and, and just to wrap it up, and you know, everything we just said before, you know, is is first like you said, taking ownership of you know is 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 you the person that wants to you know work out and wants to get better certain uh, sort of movement or or doing you know core fit better. So you have to kind of like, you know, go the extra mile sometimes to watch videos and, and look at what you're doing wrong and just think, you know, visualize what you're doing wrong or whatever. And then, you know, tapping into that coach. Cause because hey, man, you paying a box. <laughs> you paying a jump. No, hey, coach, you know, can you just, you know, look at me, what I'm doing and what I'm and 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 you know, and and I'm I'm not gonna say it, but hell fuck, I'm gonna say I'm an asshole when it comes to like, you know, <laughs> telling my coach, hey. Hey, can you, can you, can you watch me? And, and, you know, like, I'm like, yeah hey, watch me and do my thing. And I'll ask you and, you know, and ask Eric and no, I ask, you know, everybody, Hey, let, I, you know, just good. look at me if I, if I, if I'm doing it right or whatever. And, and I, and, and, and I don't take it. And this is something that I have in my, in me. I don't take it as a critique or something bad.
0: No, well, when everybody he, is checking, the door.
2: Hey, exactly. So, exactly. So I'm not the primary person. If you tell me. It's something that has helped me a lot in deadlift. Is what you told me a long time ago. I mean, not a long time ago. A couple of weeks ago, you said, Socrates, you got to. You one of the things that I, I'm seeing on you, and I keep it in my head is that when you do the deadlift, once you bring the bar down, you, you got to bring your, you know, your, 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 your knees. Also, they have to come down. You got to kind of like sit down on it. You know, like if you go down, it's kind of like you got to sit down." If you go up, then you go up again. So the cue, you know? Yeah.
0: Just a Little thing out. like that
2: that like nobody told me until you did.
0: Yeah. So the cue. You is, know, kind of like, come on. Is once you get past your knee, then you listen, know, you listen, stand up, and then on the way down, once you get past your knee, then down. just basically sit down. So there's more to it than that, but that is a cue a for cue. that. You know, it's it makes it simple. It's
2: no, like, beyond oh shit. Yeah, beyond exactly. Beyond activating your your hamstrings and all kinds of stuff, and it should be you know you're putting the weight on your a uh, back of your foot and all that stuff. You know, yes. it, the little things like that actually has helped me to kind of like like I like I told Greg that I want the person that listens. If you, even though you you show me, you told me. So now in in my head, I have that idea that once it goes, you know, past the knee. Downward, right. I got. It. I got it. But Where that's what I was saying
0: now? earlier. It's usually a combination. It's usually not just visual. It's usually verbal. There's a, a mixture of stuff, and then it, it like that, and that's why coaching. On our last podcast, we talked about coaching a little bit, and that's why I was like, it was it's hard. It's hard because you have to take so many things into consideration. Like it reminds me of my job. Like I deal with residential management you know, property management. And it's like, you have to deal with, uh, people who are living in a house, you have owners who it's an investment property, and you have like all of these things that are just personal and investment. And like, it's almost like, you know, dealing with family and investments when it comes to them Mm -hmm. at times, you know, so Mm -hmm. you have to like break things down and it, it comes down to people and most things come down obviously everybody like the economy and all these things it involves people so if right. you understand people then you could probably be good at your job
2: people person <laughs> people person that's it like it's it's, it's
0: it's if right. you understand where a person's coming from you can put yourself in their shoes then usually you can apply the knowledge that you have to whatever because people are just constantly they have a problem they need help solving it. And if you can help them solve it and you can communicate it well, then you know what? You'd be a good coach.
2: And that you're right. And that's the quality that a coach has got to have. Yeah. You know, and going back to what Greg said, you know, every athlete is different. And the coach needs to understand that, you know, what worked for Pedro might not work for me, what worked for me now might not work for Pedro. So you gotta have to like exactly know exactly of your all your athletes. In all the needs i know it's difficult you know because if you if if you have a clientele or two three hundred people yeah. you know to know exactly what each one of them needs
0: luckily i don't have that clientele yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i can just talk shit yeah right exactly but, but it would be a different thing right exactly that, but, that's but why we
2: have ivan to, right you know to actually exactly yeah. so you know and that, that's the thing that um, you know, the athletes, the the coach you need to know the athletes or 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 those people who are working out, not athletes, but working out, and know exactly, you know, what their their weaknesses are or or, or what the weaknesses. I don't know what movement they're not capable of doing well, and what the movement they're capable of doing well, and whenever we're doing that that movement, to kind of like focus on Socrates on the snatches, you know. Bing! Like you know, it's not just my <laughs> an overhead squad. Yeah, but you know, stop, but stop, stop. right, but there's like you know, I know I I know that side is on that movement, and I'm not saying anything about you know any coaches, but you know, that's one of the things you need to know your clientele. Yeah,
0: you know, you need no, to And, and the new ones too, like as far as new clients and new athletes, um you have to understand that snatching is a, a tough movement right it is and you know i think you have to work at that a little more like you know it's not something that
3: it comes to a three-day 3 clean,
0: three man. Exactly. you know and, and the thing is since the great things that make crossfit great mm? are also the things that make crossfit not great difficult <laughs> if you're a new person like right, real, the real, the prospect and then like all of a sudden everybody's just fucking snatching and then you're like oh, so i'm supposed to do this too <laughs> and then no one's given you some guidance and then like like sometimes people don't want to be like especially guys who are like well oh, lift a lot of weight and then you know they're like you're giving a piece of pvc pipe to do during the workout like like people feel the human factor takes over and people feel like i don't want to do a, a i don't want to use a pvc pipe this not. guy is like 50 pounds lighter than me and he's fucking lifting What I'm you hearing. know so all of those things get taken into account and then you know at the end of the day we're just people right so we want to feel validated mm-hmm. we want to be loved correct we <laughs>
2: No, all of that stuff, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, life is short, you know. Like you <laughs> die, 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 you die, die, die. Die, die. You know, but 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 you want to, like you said, you, you want to be validated. You want you want to be there and you want to be feel that 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 they are at least are looking at you and they're paying attention to you.
0: Crossfit. Psychology.
2: You know, one thing that I liked about Greg, what he said, what Greg said. <laughs> And going Yo, back right? and, 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 get, and uh, No, he's a man. You know, one thing that I that I like that what he said is, is, is the whole a, idea. Yeah, you know, the, the 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 thing about you know um weight lifting, having a background weight lifting, yeah. you know, that's like
0: one of the basics, and that was a good comparison, by the way. Like oh, the, yeah. when you said the oh, Greco Roman yeah. wrestling oh, thing, yeah, right? that makes sense. Oh, yeah, you know, by I, the I, way, Greco Roman wrestling is like the two basis. MMA is the is like uh, being a weightlifter to CrossFit. Right,
2: you know what? I agree
0: with that. And you know why? Because Pretty
2: good, sorry. I, I, hey! hey. <laughs> you know, I have a friend who, um, in Cuba, he was a Greco-Roman wrestler. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, one of the tops in Cuba. And um, and he was telling me, he was he was a teacher, and I think he's retired right now, and he was telling me that many CrossFitters, I mean, sorry, many UFC, UFC fighters around here in Miami, we're actually tapping into him, like you know, wanting to, him to train dumb mm-hmm. into Greco-Roman wrestling because, and I'm not a big UFC uh, knowledgeable person. In the takedown, mm-hmm. they needed to understand the whole idea of getting away sure. and, and, and sure. kind of like what is a submission that yeah. they have to do. The submission.
3: So part there's of it? there's a
0: lot of wrestling part. There's like the like the jujitsu aspect of it too Mm -hmm. is it crosses over into that. Um, But yes, like, yeah, if you like the takedown defense is a huge thing, because if, if like, if you're a striker um, and someone's trying to take you down, you could be the best striker in the world. Someone takes you down and you're lost on the ground. On the ground game, then you're done. You're gonna, Right, you're gonna and, lose. and and
2: he was being actually asked by many UFC um, UFC um, athletes, all right, and you know about all that stuff. So he was Just like teaching him, yeah, South Florida, and he was like teaching all this. Good like,
3: hub for, yeah,
2: he had like a you know after work he had like a, a big gig when he when when he came to actually teaching them, you know the Greco Roman, you know uh, techniques and all that stuff. Yeah. You know
0: and, I, and I'll be honest with you, I don't know what the, the Greco Roman wrestling
2: mm-hmm. that's the one that they have in the, in the Olympics. In the Olympics, is Greco Roman, right? You know, all that stuff you've seen in that in, in you know, little takedowns and all that stuff is right. Greco but Roman, the,
0: but and that's a, that's a cool thing about CrossFit and um, different martial arts, right? Where, Where it's MMA. Mix, mixed martial arts, right? I MMA. think, in a Correct. lot of ways, yeah. you know, kind of expanding on what we just talked about as far as the comparison between MMA and CrossFit. I think MMA is, in the sense, CrossFit because you're taking a bunch of different dips, disciplines, right? And you're Put it together. putting it together to right. combine and be like, okay, let's see in the performance, you know, what as far as what we're uh, tabulating and what we're what we're doing is is not like hey we're gonna stick to karate or we're gonna stick to greco Roman wrestling we're gonna put everything mash it up together right. just like CrossFit did with weightlifting and uh gymnastics and <laughs> sprinting you know, and all the things and just kind of mash it up and right. see what at the end of it comes out that's the best fucking athlete. Hey,
2: it's one have. thing that Greg said going back to Greg. going back to Greg he said like look you know, you cannot be the the best weightlifter to be a a crossfitter. You right. have to like dominate all the other sports, the sprint, right. the running, the swimming. You know, the doing this, doing that. So it's the same thing with a, you know, MMA. And then one thing that I I remember that the uh, the person that uh, runs MMA uh, White by Nemo White. Dane White. Who's uh, sorry? Dana White. Dana White. He was saying that um, you know.
0: I mean, he's a good CEO. I think he's. Just- yeah, he is, but
2: but one thing I liked about him is that he said that, you know, and, and this is what I heard a long time ago, but he actually said that, like you know, the idea of MMA came out of Bruce Lee because you know what he said? He said, like, you know, if you want to see the best martial artist, you know, you got to have a, a competition in which all the disciplines of martial arts, you know, are kind of like competing, you know, fighting against each other kind of think, And that's like so, the idea that Bruce so Lee had. Bruce Lee was the creator. That right, right, and, and, the right and he said it, right, the, the whole idea, because he said, look, you I'm know, listening. yeah, go ahead, man. Um, The whole idea of Bruce Lee was that, look, you know, it's not about which martial art you do, it's the way you do the martial arts. And the way you take your martial arts to the level. I mean, and that's like the whole idea. Now, when, when it comes to MMA, mixed martial art, what Bruce Lee said was that if you wanna see who is the best, okay, uh, martial artists, you need to get them all together, all right? And have them compete, not fight. He didn't say, you know, fight you know, per se. He said compete, you know, great. Thanks, thank you very much, man. Uh, compete against each other. And then what's gonna happen is that you're gonna see which one is the best based on the performance, you know, against, Other martial arts.
0: Yeah. And I think before that it 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 always ended up being like you're gonna stick to whatever martial arts that you do. And right. And I think old school mindset that makes sense. It's like if you're doing karate, then that's what you're gonna do. So we're gonna match you guys up. This (laughs) whole concept of mixing everything together in a lot of ways rubbed a lot of people wrong like what what are you doing karate and uh jiu like what that's crazy and then you know um the guys from brazil fucking took over the, the gracie the gracie, the gracie, man, the gracie family they were like, you know dumb man they were like wait what are you doing this All is right. like boxing this is anything traditional mm-hmm. this is a- hey, but it's MMA, bro. Like right. It's mixed martial arts. Right. 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 <laughs> so, and, and and and
2: and you know, it's like, it's going back. You need to be good at boxing. You need to be good at, you know, maybe karate or kung fu kicking all and, that stuff.
0: And then with CrossFit, it's the unknown and
2: unknown. And that's the good thing about CrossFit. That mm-hmm. like when they, they schedule those MMA workouts, the same, you know, you know look, look, look. CrossFit always blows my mind. You know, the 21.1, the 21.1 this year, people looked at it, it's like, oh, that's so simple. Uh, wall walks, wall walks, and then you have to do uh, uh, double unders. And that's it, wall walks and double unders. Yeah, and kill people. that stuff was killing your shoulders. If you actually did it, like me, you know, you have to do like, let's say, Three wall walks and then, like, like, like nine double unders, and then, like, like nine wall walks and like whatever well, uh, double unders, and it went up and up like to like 20 something. So, the bottom line is that the onola you said, and in the sim, I I hate CrossFit when it comes to the simplicity. When it comes to complete simplicity, it's the worst. I I know about effect. Whenever you see a workout. And was like, oh, that looks so simple. I see like, it. Yeah, Wall walks and the and, and, and ones and I get this now, nah, bro. No, it's not the worst, bro. This is the worst workout <laughs> I've done. Gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, um, uh, let's go lunge for a mile. I <laughs> remember that. You remember that? <laughs> that's terrible. Lunging, but a
0: mile. I was like, oh, that's, oh, that's simple. Right. Lunches are easy. Yeah, that's I love lunches. So, yeah. Strong so, legs, yeah. Jesus Christ brother. I came out on fire. I was like, yeah,
2: whomp, I, whomp. <laughs> no, I remember we had to like, <laughs> and then, like we, had, we had we had a friend that I we had say, to like look for him because he, we didn't see him like we passed him like whatever yeah and okay. I'm gonna okay. say San Francisco and then we like yo what the hell is Francisco at? Where's no. Francisco at? And we like in, in the floor, Frank. like lying down Frank. the floor. Frank. 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 Frank, Frank, Frank. I'm sorry, Frank, yeah. Frank. Right, right, anyway. Frank, Frank. And we're like, what's Frank at? What's Frank? And we had to go outside and look for him. And he was like, all the way over. Like, he needed like maybe like a, another quarter mile to end the whole thing. Yeah. Well,
0: Frank was a, he, a and, built and he was, dude.
2: And he was, he was built. Yeah. He was built.
0: Built dude. Yeah. Like, more, more weight to pick up.
2: And he was like a, one of those uh, RX type of
0: guys. Yeah, like and, and, when it comes and, to lifting weights, yes, for sure. And it killed
2: them. It killed them. It killed them. A mile lunges.
0: But it, so, but when you first saw it, I think the point is when you first saw it, you're like, yeah, it's okay. We're just a bunch what? of lunges. Yeah, exactly. You do it. I can I can lunge yeah. all day.
2: I don't I don't I don't trust CrossFit and stuff like that. I don't trust yeah. any like no. I do not. I do not. <laughs> I do not. I know I, don't. I do not. I know I know. Like you so know, you
0: say you love CrossFit, but you don't trust it.
2: I don't trust the, the workout when the workout is simple. Yeah. When the workout is simple, if if you think I'm right, please, you know, just send it a, a direct message or whatever time. If you think I'm right, just say it. If not, it's <laughs> like so it. good. But the bottom line is that, you know, sometimes right, when they do, a lot do no, no, when black. they do simple workout, yo, those are the ones that kill you. Those are the ones that, you know, just let you like, you don't want to even move. Like, you know, like the, uh, the, that, what is it? The, the baby, uh, 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 safety, whatever, uh, uh position that you like curl like a baby on the floor. Like the other day. Yeah. Like the other day, I was like, I was, I was like this, like a little baby on the floor, like, ah, don't, don't even touch me, though. I don't want to know anybody now. I was just like, trying to rest my, it's
0: the fetal, the fetal position. <laughs> I was in that position. Are you, you going to be able to wrap this up?
2: I, I, I'm gonna well, try. try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. try my best. Right, but so let's
0: try something today. If, if there's something that you don't get, you I'll add on to it. Excellent. Excellent. All
2: look, right. first of all, thank you to uh, Greg Everett for being with us. I yeah, think those, it's those time. Big ups, Greg Everett. You no know, man, that's he died. look, big. look. I'm not an expert, but when you meet expert a person, you know. Well, I'm not expert an expert on people on, people, on <laughs> in knowledge when it comes to CrossFit. Or, or or working out or, or coaching, but when you meet a person that knows his shit, yeah, you I know you're
0: you're a good people
2: person. Right. And yeah. and when you know when you meet a person that knows their, their stuff, yo, know, you get blown out and you're like, he knows his stuff. Because he goes to the kind of like to the bottom of it and then work the work up the the way up and then tell you like they break it down the way it is. And then you're like, whoa! You just gotta sit down and, and just look at them and listen to them, and that's it. There's not there's nothing
0: else you can do. Yeah. So there's a few things that I really respect when it comes to people, and uh, two of those things are um, honesty and vulnerability.
2: Honesty is that my number one. Yeah. So you could, honest, but you could
0: be honest, and then, but I think when you interact with people, if you're not vulnerable, then it then the honesty lacks. So in other words, if I tell you, uh, if I might be honest about everything that's happening, but if I don't share anything about myself and then be vulnerable, then at some point people will be, just be like, "You, you have, you know, you put up a wall." Right. And Greg was great yeah. because not,
2: then, not, not, not only he was he was he was honest, straightforward, right. vulnerable, and all that stuff, right. but he was able to share his own ideas and his past towards like having you to understand where he's coming from, you know? Where he's coming from and why he has these ideologies, okay? And why his athletes, you know, how he treats athletes, which I like a lot, how he treats athletes, you know, and I love the individuality. You're about to move over to Oregon. No, 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 no! no. They, they, <laughs> yeah, right? No, no, so no. Look, look. The individuality, no they, and they, we have, we have to understand that nowadays. Okay, we have to understand that everybody is is, is different. Everybody, is, you know, has their own ideas and is an individual. It's been forever. Yeah, it's but happened. a lot of people, but a lot of people don't do that. You know, like you know, like. Like now we are changing, but remember, like you know, when you went to school, this this is the way you learn how to read. Mm, you know, like this is the way you learn how to read. Okay, here yeah, this. This is yeah. man. This person maybe it, it doesn't learn how to read this way. Maybe you got to use another way to to show him how to read. You get me? And that's one thing that he has and that he said. Yeah. You know that. Like, look, you know, I, I I talk to my athletes, I, I look into my athletes and see so what.
0: Greg has a documentary he has a documentary I you have to look for it. It's um, not the newest thing. I think it's from 2014 on weightlifting. And I think it was created a lot of it was like to bring a light to weightlifting, And there was something that he said today. And he said that CrossFit is the reason that he's able to do certain, certain things like, uh, and, and really it comes down to, um, you know, livelihood. Like he's able to do some things because CrossFit has brought weightlifting back into the sport
2: or,
3: the you know yeah. the
0: stratosphere, like yeah. in, in society. Like that's just you know. So yes, yes. that's awesome. No, it is. It is. Like, no. it, it is. Like You know. It is. So it is. as as you know, it's like he almost didn't even want to not CrossFit in a sense because, like he said this is what he said. He said, I have my things and I have my opinions, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to knock CrossFit for getting people out and moving. And, you know, um, and then I, I followed up with, Hey, um, no, I totally agree because it's brought it to the masses. Like it's brought weightlifting, gymnastics and i think people in the gymnastics Mm -hmm. world feel the same way true you know and to bring back to kind of what you were talking about Mm -hmm. uh mma like people who have done brazilian jiu-jitsu which was kind of like a family thing it's blown up there's brazilian (inaudible) jiu-jitsu everywhere (inaudible) (inaudible) now because (inaudible) of ufc mma you know all those, like well, MMA in general, but UFC was the one who Correct. brought it to the masses. Correct. So as much right. as you like or dislike UFC, Dana White, you whatever, gotta you and,
2: gotta give them the their, their yeah you gotta give them their their yeah,
0: props. If like you're within that realm of you know, um, or fighting, kickboxing, or, or competition. Um, <laughs> yeah, like any type of martial arts that because the thing the thing with martial arts is they try to pigeonhole um no kickboxing is this or um Thai boxing is this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but then you bring everything together and then it's still and you bring it to the masses and then it it still highlights your own um whatever it is that that you that you do it still bring it still highlights that
2: no, no, look, you know, I, you know, weightlifting and I, I'm, I'm being honest, weightlifting to me. That's how we ask. Yeah. No, like <laughs> weightlifting to me was like non-existent, And to most people, if like, you watch... if you actually ask people, like general people, like about weightlifting, weightlifting they, yeah. Now that I, that I learn about it, I love it, you know, and, and having people, you know, weight lift this amount, snatch this amount, or, or doing this and that. You're like, whoa, bro, this is the best. But, but, but in, in actuality... Tia, you,
0: Tia, start to me. She was an Olympian. Exactly, yeah. She's fucking done it. And then she's still, you know... Right. and
2: And 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 what I'm trying to say is that, you know, CrossFit has brought to light, like you just said, a lot of the sports that were like, you know, only very appreciate. few... Oh, definitely very, yeah. very few people actually a, a knew about because you know, one of the things I, I was list, I was um watching and listening to a um, I, I think it was I was watching. It. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Matt Fraser, one of those um oh, yeah, one of those, yeah. one of those, um, one of those um, you know, uh talks that Matt Fraser actually says and all that stuff and, and online, something about like when he first started CrossFit, that he went to a CrossFit gym. Yeah, and Seven yeah. And but but he was saying, and... but he was in that like he went to this. Uh, 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 CrossFit right. And he was like lifting
0: weights
2: <laughs> He was like lifting weights And everybody was like Supposedly this is what he put it Having fun doing CrossFit And he's like you know lifting weight Because you know he gave up lifting like he, he got out of college or whatever And he would just you know went to a gym To just you know lift weight and all that stuff Continue with his idea of lifting weight Because that, that, that was his thing And he saw these people like you know having fun Lifting weight and doing Crossfitting, all that stuff, we say, yo, man, I should give this a try. You know? So, in a sense, Crossfit bringing his ability of, cro- of, of weightlifting to Crossfit, you know, mating the person that he is and the famous person that he is. But at the same time, like you just said, gave light to weightlifting to a lot of people like me that, like, okay, you know, I, there's people are lifting weight or you know, whatever. But in actuality, man, did I knew that it was like a, a, an Olympic sport? I didn't care
0: about that stuff. Right. You know, to me, way but now when you see it, right? Yeah, when you, you want to see it,
2: you want to watch
0: right. it. And, 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 and you feel- And then they get so low, the Olympians. Right, man. No. And, and and
2: you know what? Like the other day
0: and I got low that the other day. I want I, I want to give love a, love I want
2: to give that. a big a, a big you know a big thank you to my brother. Sean from from Seoul, that he's competing in the senior weightlifting competitions, and I've been watching him in, in in you know Instagram and all that stuff. And he competed, I think it was in Orlando or something here and the other day. And you know, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of competition out there when it comes to weightlifting and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That thank God, takes
3: it, takes it
2: really yeah, cool. no, they do, and and you know what, and, and and it's becoming bigger and bigger because of of the of the cross of Christ cross- <laughs> into it you know i i hope, I you didn't. I, I hope people understand me bro. <laughs> but if you don't understand me read the captions in the bottom but um but it, <laughs> Maybe there's captions i don't now. know bro. <laughs> but 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 it's bringing into light man you know and, and it's good yeah. and it's good you know this other other sports out there that we don't are not ex, ex exposed as much right. but Sports like CrossFit, bring it up. Bring Even, it
0: up. Like now, to expand on that, mm-hmm. CrossFit itself says play sports. Like it's like CrossFit is more an augment than the sport itself. So, mm-hmm. for example, if you play football, CrossFit, you do certain things to better enable you to play football. Yeah,
2: and basketball too. You play
0: soccer, basketball, yeah. basketball. whatever yeah. it is that yeah. you do. CrossFit is to help you be a well-rounded. You know, yeah. I think what what it's become is you know, there's CrossFitters.
2: Right. So, you know, I I follow Elasha Muhammad. He's one. I don't know if you know. He's a a, a, a a games athlete, and he made it to the games a, f- a few times. One of the uh, African Americans that have made it all the way. And uh, in in his Instagram, if you follow, you follow him. Um, he's always dunking and playing basketball and doing, you know, CrossFit stuff, but he always take a time to kind of like uh, showcase, I guess mm-hmm. that's the word, of uh, his um, uh, basketball skills.
0: Yeah. And that's and, the uh, thing. It's like if you are playing basketball and then you start doing CrossFit, you're going to end up having better basketball skills because, yeah. Cro- because of CrossFit. Right. And that doesn't necessarily mean like everybody's, everybody's different. Like, you know, so it doesn't necessarily mean you have to do CrossFit five times a week. No, no, no. (laughs) But if you play basketball five times a week, you can do CrossFit maybe two times a week, you know, to kind of like build that strength. You know, you might be able to uh, the calisthenics and all the things that uh, envelope uh, CrossFit, you might, you might gain some vert. You know what I'm saying? Like you might be able to, like, if you weren't able to jump before, now all of a sudden you have some strength from your uh, posterior chain and your calves because of the things that CrossFit brings yeah. in order to get the ball over yeah. that. fucking. one hundred percent.
2: You know, so. and just you know, it's, look, we are not advocating for CrossFit. We are. And it's not an advocate. We're not. We're not. You know, We're we are not. Crossfit. We are advocating for working out. And, We're then, and then
0: beer, though, too. Now so uh, beer, malt, them. hops, water, yeast. Chris Piper. Hey,
2: that's the way. And you know what? Pedro made the other day a great beer. Here we you
0: go. Know. I'm going to have to make a new one. No, because you got go. it. can't off of it was that. Good. No, that it was one good. gallon. No, but
2: it was good. It was good. It was good. You know, there's a lot of kids out there. Kids. That's what you call it, right? Kids. Beer kids. Oh, kids.
0: Yes. Kits. I was like, kids? There's a lot of uh, kids. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he got one
2: of those by his uh, significant other wife, um, Janet, right? Janet got it for you. Janet got it for you, ready, mm-hmm. No.
0: So the next one that I'm making, she got
2: it for. Okay, good. And and uh, he made it, it and he man. I, I hope he makes some soon. It was, it was good. And you know, and uh, you know, I think and and let's go to beer. Beer is better than crossfit. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. They all go together. But um do you think
0: beer- I posed this question before? I said, what would you give up? Beer or CrossFit?
2: <laughs> now, I haven't said anything yet. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm going to start I, I, I to say right now. <laughs> this one, you told me to buy this one. I what did. is this
0: one? What is the name of it? Elysian. Elysian, Elysian. Elysian is a brewery. It's uh, a good. I just knew that they had it. No, it's no, good, man.
2: It's good. It's good. It's good. It's, I yeah, like I'm it. That. Um, like, and uh, the 8%, wow, it's like kicking my, my, my buttocks. Um, but it's good. It's good. I like it.
0: It's, you like, it's like uh you know, 250 air spots but it's worth it but it's worth it i don't care and anyway, you want know to like we got a bottom line here or no
2: yeah bottom line bro
0: listen the bottom
2: line bottom line please follow greg every if you want to learn more about <laughs> weightlifting and in crossfit overall and and buy his book tough all right because from it, a
0: local place if you can
2: Please, a mom and pop kind of like story if you can,
0: please, please. Please big on to that. To
2: support, to support, to support those local um bookstores and, and all that stuff. Please. Yep. You know, but if you cannot, you know, it should be on Amazon and, and all those other places. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's reality nowadays. But um, you know, because he breaks down everything and I and I like it. I try to follow him through on Pedro and I and I heard
0: You have the cliff a, notes. Which is it's, good, but, like yo, from the source. Look, look, yo, uh, That was and, pretty and cool. No, and you know cool.
2: what? No, and, and 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 you know, Pedro. And and the good thing about it is that you tap me into a few of these uh because like, he was he was he appeared before. Yes. and and the biggest
0: thing with that, I think, like we we know the things. It's uh-huh. just a reminder, and just like we talked about before, it becomes the process. So it's not. The process that's that's that's, that's the, key. the biggest thing that's the key. That's it, the key. it's not um what the goal is it's more like like anyone could say yeah i want to be a better person to get there great but how do you, do get, you there? get there that's so the then process. you have to break it down and then with the four c's and, and all that stuff four it could six be six. it could be whatever it could be the uh, 16 a's like it doesn't matter it just comes down to what you define what and and how are you going to get there? It. So, and why one, you want to
2: accomplish it? Why? So like you as a person, why you want to accomplish it? Yeah. It's not like you just getting there and the process. Why you want to accomplish it? Right. You know, no, it, sh- it should not be like said because right. you want to a, appease a or appease your your parents or right. whoever, whoever to, to to prove them wrong. Yeah. It's you, the person. Right. You know,
0: and the, so the best way that I've heard it be explained is mm-hmm. is from. Ben Bergeron, which Greg was on his podcast too. And Ben Bergeron has this thing where he says, I am the person that, and then you fill in the blank. Gotcha. So if you want to be that person, if that's your goal, if your goal is to lose 20 pounds, or if your goal is to go to the game, better at your job, (laughs) or your goal is to go to the game, Then you have to fill in the blanks and say, I am the person that, what, you know, wakes up at seven in the morning, six in the morning, four in the morning. Sacrifices, man. I am the person that um, spends two hours at the gym doing productive. Oh, 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 right. Eating right. I am the person that will forego this in order to gain this. I am the person that you know, um, spends, or, or, you know, will only drink beer, uh, beer First Fridays. during beer fresh Fridays. <laughs> Is that, you know, so then you make that commitment and you say, I am the person that fill in the blank. And then that, that's the process of the end goal, which could be to have a six pack or to, you know, Fucking whatever.
2: What did you want me to say about online line? What you just said?
0: Because we're doing it together. Oh, great, my brother. Hey.
2: Cheers. It was a great podcast. I loved it. You know, please, you know, follow us. Or if you haven't, you know, you could DM, DM, DM us. You know, any questions or anything, and we'll, you know, we'll try to answer it, or we'll try to, you know, wherever we have, uh, uh, as as a guest. So, I have questions.
0: How would you uh, translate DM into Spanish?
2: Manda un mensaje en directo por mi Instagram. Hey, peace out. Peace out. My brother. Hey, signing out. Signing out.